Hello, International Women Connected, um, Women Connected. Anna here, and I'm super excited to be here with our next episode of IW Connected podcast. Today is a very, very, very special day. It is a really special day, not just because so many of you have achieved an amazing result within our corporate society and within the hub society as well. It is an amazing day because actually on the podcast, I've, get, I've got a guest who is very close to my heart. Um, I've known Dr. Erin for over two years now. We've worked together in different capacities as well. And she's hands on heart, one of the best people and best souls you would come across. There's so many things I can talk uh, talk about her, but I think the best person to make an introduction about herself is actually Dr. Erin. Um, mm, she's got a really, really rich um, experience, a really rich life and professional experience. And I'm so excited to welcome her to the podcast and to pass her the mic to introduce herself. Hi, Dr. Erin. How are you? Hi, Anna. Hi, all the community and corporate women out there. I am so incredibly honored to be here with you today. I'm Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity. I am a trauma expert, the creator of the E4 trauma method, which is huge for anyone in the corporate world, anyone wanting to have success in their relationships, their personal and professional life. I'm the founder of Society and Spiritual Psychology School, I'm the TV host of Good Morning La La Land. I'm the Walden Wisdom Award next to Oprah. And Forbes nominated me as 11th most inspirational female entrepreneurs to watch on Instagram. But mostly I am somebody who really cares about my own development and other women. And I'm a mother and somebody who is obsessed and passionate about how we break through our money mindset, how we actually thrive in our businesses and our personal life. So just honored to be here and serving as much as I can. Thank you so much. What an introduction. There's so many questions I want to ask you today. And I really would love to unpack a few things that we do. But before that, could I just ask you how, when I first came across you, actually, um, I came across, we, we got connected through um, another person that, a very, ni very nice person as well that I used to work with. Um, and when I came across and when I actually did the research on you, I was so impressed of everything that you've done, the big community oh. that you've created, but also the so so service that you deliver if i can put it this way um mm -hmm. so you're a doctor of divinity doctor of spirituality have you always been so passionate about uh -huh. spirituality so anyone out there that's known me for a long time i was a hot mess not gonna lie i was raised in a dysfunctional upbringing um almost like raised in a somewhat of a hippie commune grew up in california around a lot of like huge celebrities but also came from a mother who was completely codependent we were completely broke we went to the thrift store for our clothes like it's a pretty fascinating upbringing i have but i think that what people don't realize about me is 
you know, obviously I'm a mortal spiritual being, but the truth is I'm, you know, 50. And so I've been in this industry and in the spiritual world for many decades because I had my spiritual, my biggest spiritual awakening at 22 when I had a full-term stillborn. So the thing is, is that people go, wow, you've done so much, but they don't know, like I've been doing this for a long time. So it's really cool because as they say, knock and, you know, the door will open, seek and you shall find. So I'm here to hopefully answer some of you guys' questions about why does spirituality actually even matter for us in our businesses? How can it actually benefit us? How can it make us more money? You know, all those things that we really care about, which is like, let's get some results out of this. So this is not just going to be some ethereal thing. This is backed by real science, real stats. And so how do we actually get more productive, more efficient, and actually enjoy ourselves? I think this is one of the things I um, I absolutely love about you is that you really approach. And when you talk about spirituality, you really talk about how we can apply it without within our businesses, how we can apply it to actually get us material results as well. Not necessarily everyone will connect spirituality to the material results as well. Um, so it's really, really interesting to see your point of view. Um, and I have to say, again, another thing, before I came across you, I wasn't actually looking at spirituality as something that can aid our personal, but also our professional development. Um, so those of you, we'll, we'll have a lot of, we've got a lot of corporate leaders who will be listening to the podcast tonight. You'll be also delivering a masterclass for them later on this month as well. Um those of you who are listening from, from that type of background, of the corporate background, will be asking themselves questions. How can I actually apply? What is spirituality? How can I actually apply it in a way to aid my professional development? Mm -hmm. Well, I think we first think of the pain points that we're going through. Uh, you're probably, some people here listening are probably getting burnt out. Um, they're probably frustrated in dealing and managing and babysitting their entire, you know, community and business, or they also may be so inspired, but they don't know how to handle all the energetics of all the AI and social media and emails and all things going on. There may be some big breakdowns like lawsuits. Um, you know, all those miscellaneous things that we deal with are all managing energy. And so spirituality is really about understanding how to use this vehicle that we're in, which is called this body. And how do we use this mind to actually, you know, manage all those things. And that comes down to really getting clear of who we are what our core values are, healing and transforming our trauma so that we release all the limited beliefs and energetics that are holding us back and setting the patterns of the rep repetition over and over again. I know for me, before doing the work, I was somebody who wasn't able to see projects through. I would make people, places, and circumstances wrong. I was always in a tug of war within myself and anybody that was in relationship with. Um, you know, it was just always ups and downs, no matter what was going on. Um, I was also very codependent in my personal relationship, which is something that we find with women in business and corporations about, I would say nine out of 10 women are dealing with some type of dysfunction in their relationships, or they're hurting their relationships because they're just turning into workaholics, you know, or they're dealing with health issues because they've let that all go just to become, you know, obsessed with their work. And so it goes on and on and again. And this is all dealing with when we say spirituality, we're actually really talking about 
the subconscious mind, which is AKA the soul. And so we're really just saying the same thing that even science would say or um, psychology, but we're really dealing with what's happening at a subconscious soul level instead of the circumstances and why things aren't working. So we get down to the kind of like, if you were to take a look at a weed, you know, out in your garden, you can cut it off with a weed eater, but actually it's just going to make the weed stronger. So we want to get down with spirituality down into the actual pulling the root out of the, the weed so that we actually can clear out the soil. So when you're ready to create and manifest in your life, you can place that seed into your consciousness and it's going to bloom versus having a bunch of weeds that are going to overturn the the seed and it's just going to kill you, whatever you're trying to create. So spirituality is imperative if you want to have success at, at all levels. Thank you so much. That's actually such a great explanation. Um, and I love the fact that you've touched um, you've touched on burnout. Burnout is a huge, huge problem um, at the moment in the corporate sector and also in the business sector. After lockdown, and there has been research done, which just came up in the April, I believe, um, around the corporate sector, um, which stated that over 75%, which is such a big number, over 75% of leaders are currently struggling with an emotional burnout, as opposed to 2018, 2019, when the numbers were much lower, down to a 48%. Still a big number. But when you when you compare it to today, has actually increased with nearly thirty percent. Why do we struggle at the moment with such an emotional burnout? Sure. So there's, from a spiritual perspective, there's a couple massive things going on. There's two reasons why people don't quote quote have success and burnout. You could say is an indicator of not having success, right? Because true success is you know not just the number in the bank account, but true success is you know, having the energy, enjoying yourself and, and fulfilling upon what you're creating or your mission. So one, the number one reason why people have burnout is actually because they're quote, quote, not living their truth, right? So what happens is we get trained to live in this masculine world as women in particular, we're hustling, we're working all the time, we're getting it done. But what we're not doing is being true to what really is our particular relative truth. So what happens is we've all gotten caught up in the ways that businesses are doing it nonstop on Zoom all day, you know, go, go, go. And we're not living true to what our what our heart is telling us, what our soul is telling us, what's really going on. So we are we're really doing a transgression upon ourselves. And anytime we're not living our truth, we're gonna get more and more burned out because it's it's the natural response, which we call universal law. It's a natural response. It's kind of like imagine you're driving a car. And you begin to run out of oil, right? And there's going to be a flash on the on the screen of your car that says, hey, you need to take your car in. Well, that's burnout for us. It's a this is a flashback. It's an indicator saying, hey, something's not going right with the system here, and you need to stop and take it into the shop and it needs something. But instead we go, oh, it's just burnout. I'm just going to push through it. And then we get sick and then we, you know, our careers fall apart because we're not actually listening to the signs and, and, and acknowledging those. Okay. So number one is we're not living our truth, which means we're inauthentic, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of crazy, but think about you're being inauthentic if you're hustling, mm -hmm. if you're getting burnout. The second reason why we have burnout is what we would consider limited beliefs. 
again, it's the same thing, meaning I think the only way I can be successful is I've worked 24 seven, work myself to the bones and, you know, sleep for six hours every night. And that is a limited belief. There's ways of working smarter and delegating. We're not supposed to do it alone. We're not supposed to do it all. Spiritually, we are designed to do things together, collaborate, synergize, just like I have a genius versus Anna has a genius. What I'm good at, Anna is not good at. What she's good at, she's good at, and I'm not good at, right? So it's two things, limited beliefs of the way you're supposed to get it done. And number two is being inauthentic. That's why we burn out. You're- that's that's actually uh, that I was thinking of what you were saying. Um, and the reason why I was like, almost lost for words at the moment because you hit the nail on the head here um i've been in the corporate sector now for over 18 and a half years and i remember even i when i first started the leaders back then will tell you oh you need to you know if you're nine to five you do need to stay in the office three hours after that just to prove yourself, mm-hmm. just to show that you're working so much more. Um, so you kind of deserve that promotion. And I think that gets engraved in you that actually if you do work less, you're not worthy of the money that you're receiving. You're not worthy of the promotion that you're receiving. Mm-hmm. But then I have also recently come across leaders as well in the corporate sector that actually say exactly what you're saying. You know, you have to find a way of working smarter and preserve your emotional being as opposed to, you know, as opposed to working really hard because that will decrease automatically the productivity as well. Um, so in that sense, I do find that, you know, corporations, corporate and business leaders are so much more open to your work, for example, as opposed to 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm really interesting to to know is who do you find more prompt to open up when it comes to the science of spirituality, men Mm -hmm. or women leaders? Well, let's just take it back one more time back to the last question of burnout and the limited beliefs around it. And the truth is that if you are a working woman or man out there and you are getting burned out and you're like, how can I do this smarter? We oftentimes will go to our logical mind to think about how, you know, a brainstorm of like, how can we, you know, do something smarter and not have to work as hard. But spiritually, what we know is that there is what we would consider a mastermind. You can call it spirit, their higher self. You can call it a mastermind, whatever, but there's an intelligence. And in fact, it's crazy because at every proton in every cell of your body, their finding has the exact amount of information as the entire universe. And so the point is that if we open up to a higher consciousness, our highest consciousness, and we ask, hey, show me the way, how can I fulfill upon this creative thing I'm birthing to the world, this this business, this corporation, or my mission, and asking up to something higher. And that's where meditation comes in place. That's where a high, high level of of merging into that highest mind comes in. And so now bridging it to this question of who, well, we found that even Harvard has stated that the, the top skills that a CEO can have is intuition. And you'll hear this a lot from, from top CEOs because I've worked with a lot of top CEOs and, and big celebrities and things. And they say that they actually 
had the most success when they were really tapping into their intuition, whether it be hiring somebody and listening to that gut, like, yes, this person's right or no, or pivoting their business and really listening beyond what the stats are saying was happening in the marketplace, but listening to something within themselves that knows there's there's something that's a yes to this direction versus a no over here. So I would I I think that I believe both men and women are as open to both of it. Yes, women are about 70% of, of say the self-development industry are more women, but I think that it's just a title. I think that men are just as intuitive and just as tapped in. I think it's kind of stigmas that we put around everybody and we have labels or certain words that we put around it. So I don't think, I think that we need to get over that personally and really like open to knowing that we're, we're all one, whether we have a certain body or not, we are at a spiritual level, we're all one. And so I'm not sure who is more open to it. I think that creativity is for everyone. We're all creators. Mm. You've got an amazing, amazing program, E4 Trauma Method, which is actually, it is CPD accredited and it's um, um, soon gaining an ICF accreditation as well. So it will be actually a double accredited um, program and a method. Um, it's a fantastic course that opens, it teaches people how to, you know, open up to spirituality and how to adopt spirituality as well in, in their professional, in their personal development. How did the idea of the E4 trauma method came about? Where did the inspiration came from? And can you just tell us a little bit more what is actually based on and why I know why it's so important for people on any levels, whether it's in a corporate or in business. Sure. So I would say if you, if if any advice, any client, any of the biggest leaders in the world, if they came to me and said, what is my one thing I can do to break through to the next level of success? And I would say E4 trauma method. And the reason why is because most people don't know what trauma is. They think, well, I wasn't in a war or I wasn't in some big car accident or I wasn't some major rape. I don't have trauma. And that's not true. People don't understand what trauma is. Trauma is not what happens to you. Trauma is what happens within you. Trauma is relative, meaning that you could have a breakup in junior high, or you could have a little kid, you know, bully you when you're a little kid or something happens on your birthday and doesn't go how you want to as a little kid. And that would be considered trauma. Trauma is a time when something happens or doesn't happen and we label it and give it meaning that it's bad and we get super emotional. And in that instance, so let's just pretend that it was your fifth birthday and one of your friends didn't show up to your birthday and you started getting super upset and you started crying because you put a negative meaning on it. And in that state, in that high state of what emotions are created from frequency and vibration that we, we put a label on it within our consciousness and it creates a negative emotion, a high frequency of negativity. And in that negativity, the, ne the frequency is communicating with the subconscious mind. And what happens is we decide something something's wrong with me. I'm, I'm not lovable or 
I'm not enough, or I can never trust again, or whatever it is. And that actually tags the epigenetics on the DNA. And it actually goes in somewhat of an identity because all, all spiritual work is identity work. And it actually tags identity and it actually restricts, I'm sorry, it tags the epigenetics on the DNA and it restricts and strangulates the DNA. So we actually have less perspective and less innovation, and we have more of a divided identity, the world versus us. And so we, and we now science, spirituality, everything is recognizing that trauma is kind of the core work to be done to be able to heal thyself. And so you'll see it if you're out there and you're listening to this and you are dealing with employees or you know independent contractors or VAs or your partners, and you're like, why are they sabotaging it? Why are they making me wrong? Why are they not able to follow through with stuff? It's because everybody has trauma. And if we want to become the most productive, most successful, most able to deal with problems, most able to deal with relationship, the trauma is the core, core work for us to be the most consistent, the most reliable, and the most referable we possibly can be. I hope that answered some of that for you. Yeah, totally. Dr. Erin, um, as we speak about trauma, and trauma is in the base of the E4 Trauma Matters, which is an amazing, amazing program, by the way. I think everyone has to do it. It's literally yes, a must. for sure. I can't wait for you to talk on that in the Corporate Hub um, this month. It's just so exciting. And, and it's something that I can absolutely guarantee you guys that are listening, you would not come across. Like It's, it's just mind-blowing. It's amazing. Um, but what I want to ask, one of my questions was actually, do we all have trauma? And you've, you've answered that. Um, mm -hmm. You've answered that really well. But is it possible for us to recognize our trauma, to recognize the triggers that come from our trauma, but not heal it, heal, heal, heal yeah, it completely? So it yeah, so it's called trauma informed, and a lot of uh, people will be talking about trauma informed, talking about you know all different things from uh, you know abuse in relationship or things that happen with their parents or da da da, and all the trauma informed are the things that are creating trauma. But the difference of E four versus other things, because there are some incredible processes of actually healing trauma, ending PTSD, and, and ending some of those cycles in your life of of less traumatic things. But the difference of E four is this: is we go a little little bit further. We go further in it that we, most trauma processes will kind of neutralize the triggers and, you know, hopefully have you not as reactive out there in life, but E4 goes further and it helps you spot, it neutralizes the trauma that has happened, but it also helps you spot your what we call commands, because we generally have one to five commands each and every us. Like a, it's a something that plays out like puppet strings. Like I'm not enough. Something's wrong with me. Even you know extreme things like I don't want to live. Um, whatever it may be, the commands. So we're able to pull those up from the subconscious, and we're able to birth someone's actual soul's purpose. So we know through through I've done thousands. You know trained hundreds and, and worked with thousands of people on E4 trauma method. And what we find even with children is they can get into some trauma and birth what they're here to do, because we believe that you're here to complete the cycles of all lifetimes. And you don't need to believe in past lifetimes. Every memory of all lifetimes lives on your DNA. Why would your heart beat without you learning how to beat your heart rate? Everything's been created is in your consciousness, the good and the bad. 
So we want to clear what we call the soul. We want to clear the DNA track and we want to birth what you're here to complete in this cycle of this lifetime. It's You can call it karma. You can call it your dharma. You can call it whatever it is. But I believe that your soul's purpose is written on the cells of your heart right now. You're born into it. Mm. I've read somewhere that babies are actually born with memory from previous lives. Of course. Mm, I mean, so I don't think powerful. it's woo woo. I don't think it's woo woo at all. We're now knowing it's it's a scientific, you know, there's scientific data around this. There's scientific data of um, incredible things like twins that are, you know, uh, taken apart at birth and and the similarities way beyond um, just their, you know, their DNA, but so many things that are linked together and mm. even birthmarks that come from past lives and things like that. So again, you don't have to believe in a past life because spiritually we don't believe in a past life. We believe there's one life mm-hmm. and that all of our karma is life. If you take a look around all of this, we created all of it. There's the same source and you has created the entire universe and everything that's been created is your karma, the good and the bad. We get to stand on the shoulders of the greats. And we also have all the problems that have been created from all lifetimes as well. It's all ours. And the more powerful you become, the more responsibility you have and the more, you know, the the pros and the cons that you get with all of it. So it's, it's an amazing game. Spirituality mm. really is a, a beautiful divine game. And it's a cool game because then you can take a look at your business and you can be like, this is actually a masterclass for my development. And it becomes a place where you're grateful when you have problems instead of, oh, I don't want to have any more problems because now, you know, now I look at it like, wow, this is working for me. All of life is working for me to become a great leader, a great mother and everything. So everything's just an opportunity to step in and and pass the masterclass instead of fail at it again, you know? <laughs> yes, totally. Um, where... Why E4? Where does the name come from? E4. It comes from because what happened was I was, you know, when I was a young girl, I had been mm-hmm. seeking. I was um, a lucky child. I had been date raped in high school, bulimic from 17 to 20. Thought I got, if I got married, everything would just solve everything. And then I got married, had a full-term stillborn, and then went on my spiritual track from 22 on. And when I began to go on the journey of seeking, you know, there was little courses, books, all these different things but there was no pathway. And I was like, why? I don't get, what are we actually doing in spirituality? You know, why can't someone just break it down into what we're really doing? And E4 came about when I really began to dive into subconscious and and work and realize it's really subconscious work and trauma work. But so E4 is the four steps of E4. There's actually four steps to the process. One is experience, which means we go into regression. We go actually back into the experience of the trauma. Number two is what we call evaluation, which means no evaluation, because actually what keeps us on our limitations is a limited story and limited meaning that we put around things. So there's no evaluation. We don't evaluate it. We just experience it. The third E is what's called emotions. We want to fully experience the emotions without resisting the emotions, because when we resist our emotions, they persist. And when we, you know, put meaning around emotions, we recreate the emotions. So we want to just fully experience the emotions. And then the fourth E is enlightenment, which means we look at what commands, what limited beliefs, what divided perspective we decided, and we make new declarations. We put it in through what's called spiritual mind treatment. We treat and and declare into the subconscious mind the truth of whatever is the opposite of the lack that we had had of the original trauma. I love that. I am... Absolutely love how it is a method. This is basically what it is. When people come into the E4 trauma, they 
learn the method. You broke it down so, so good and so understanding and so applicable as well. Um, but also they learn how to use the method as well. Can mm -hmm. we also just clarify that anyone who takes it and also any company that takes it, they do get accredited um, to uh, CPD ICF standards as well. Yeah, and I think it's important for people to know this is work based on not just, I mean, yes, E4 is something that I created, but it's based on um, universal truth. It's based on metaphysics. It's based on inner, how the energetics work from the soul. So it's not like it's just my new teachings of coming out of thin air. Yes, the actual process did. But the lineage that I am in, the unity and universal law is ancient wisdom. And it's, 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 you know, for me, it's the greatest teachings ever when I was seeking and found metaphysics and understood the power of mind and how the divine mind works through the subconscious mind, which is the subconscious mind is one with the subjective mind. It all made sense because I don't know about any of you guys out there, but I had watched uh, the secret and the law of attraction. And what happened was I mocked up the, you know, vision board and some of the things on my vision board came true. And some of the things I was not able to manifest. And I was like, well, does this work or does this not work? But the things that I was even able to manifest, I still was not totally fulfilled. And then the other areas where I wasn't able to manifest, I was like, does this work? So the thing is, is that it, there's a missing link. There's a missing link to all this, which is understanding that we're creating, but we're creating through the subconscious. It's like a filter, mm -hmm. like it's like a stained glass, you know, the sun's coming in, but imagine there's a stained glass that makes it kind of discolored mm -hmm. in, in a beautiful way, but in a weird way. So for anyone listening out there, like, why am I able to create what I want in business, but yet I'm still not fulfilled or I'm not able to truly have success in my business. It's because there's stuff at the subconscious mind that is, that is inverting mm. it's, it's making it it's going through a filter that is not necessarily the filter that you want anymore so you got to clear out that filter mm. so powerful thank you so much for all the nuggets that you've given us today um mm. and like i said i'll probably triple myself uh, really looking forward to your masterclass this month in the in the corporate um in the corporate mastermind if there's one message I ask you to pass to corporate leaders in order for them to engage more, the people who work for them, to create more leaders, make sure that they also look after them. There's no burnout, but there's increased productivity and happiness. What would it be? Mm, I would say becoming a great listener. You mm. know, that people need to be seen. They want to be heard. And if you can just be there to really listen and see them and acknowledge them, people will fall in love with you, you know, because no one listens. Everyone's got their own thing. They're thinking when you're talking, they're already to tell you their viewpoint, like just to become an incredible leader, I think is really to be able to really hear and listen and see people. Thank you so much, Dr. Erin, everyone. Stay tuned with us. Um, and those of you who are in the IW Connected Hub and in the Masterclass, you were you are up for a huge treat um, this month. We will upload Dr. Erin's links to E4 Trauma Method, to, um, to her social media accounts as well, so you can gain more insights and really not just feed your souls, but feed your brains as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Erin, for your time. Thank you so much, Anna.